Waking up Delmarva and South Jersey. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's the morning show on the bridge with Bill and Denise. Well, today is a very special day for me. 50 years ago today, I was in the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, Texas, one of about 100,000 uh, high school and college age kids attending an event. It was called Explo 72. It was sponsored by a ministry called Campus Crusade for Christ, uh, now called Crew. I was uh, 14 years old, just about two months shy of my 15th birthday. Um, I had been invited to go to Explo 72 by a friend named Irene West. Okay, we rode the school bus together, and she told me that there was a charter bus load of teenagers from our high school going to Texas, and uh, she wanted to know, did I want to come? And I had barely been out of the state of Delaware at that point, and I thought, that's a great idea. I should go to Texas. So I, so I talked to my parents, and they said I could go, and my dad helped me sell a cow that I had been helping uh, to raise to pay for the trip. And the day to leave came, they dropped me off at the uh, the. I clearly remember this at the bowling alley in Milford in the care of a couple of people I'd never met before, Bill and Betty Lou Davis. They were at the time youth leaders at uh, Calvary Methodist Church. And we set off for Texas on this bus. Now, at this point in my life, I was a regular at church. I had the perfect attendance pins that they used to do back in the day at the Methodist Church. I had a big string of them. But I really didn't know what I believed or um, even really understand the concept of Christianity. But on Friday night, June 16th, 1972, after some music from Andre Crouch and Larry Norman, maybe you've never heard of them, uh, some other Christian rock bands I'd never heard of, uh, the Reverend Billy Graham took the stage. I looked it up yesterday. Somebody asked me the question, how old was Billy Graham at that, at that time? He was 54 years old. And what you're about to hear is audio from that event that night, 50 years ago today. has been one of the greatest experiences of my life. And we're asking you from here to go to the world and help evangelize the world before 1980. Now I want you to turn with me in your Bibles, if you will. I want to read to you a very important verse. And I want to talk about that verse. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up the cross and follow me. You have said this week by the thousands, I want to follow Christ. And here in Dallas, it's been fairly easy this week to follow Christ because there are a hundred thousand of us and we've been gathered on a spiritual mountaintop. And it's been a marvelous and wonderful experience. But you've got to go home. You've got to go back to the valley. You've got to go back to your same address, your same friends, your same family, your same school. And the question is, can you be a true disciple for Christ when you get home? Jesus took his disciples, three of them, up on a mountain. And we call it the Mount of Transfiguration. And there they saw Jesus Christ in all of his glory. And Peter was so excited, he said, Lord, he said, let's build three tabernacles, one for Elijah, one for Moses, and one for you, and let's just stay here. 
And then they heard a voice from heaven that said, This is my beloved son, hear ye him. And Jesus said, Let's go down the valley. And when they got down into the valley, they found a situation that they could not cope with. Here was a boy possessed of a demon. And the disciples were trying to cast the demon out of the boy, and they couldn't. They could not translate the mountaintop experience to the problems of the valley. And I want to ask you, can you translate Explo 72 into your town, into your family, into your campus, into your life situation when you get home? And I want to be very straight with you. I want to level with you. It is not easy to be a Christian. Not a real Christian. Not a New Testament Christian. Jesus never said it would be easy. And when a great crowd of people were following Jesus and they were caught up in the thrill and the excitement of it all, Jesus said, wait a minute. Sit down. Count the cost. Do you know what you're saying? I'm going to a cross to die. I'm going to the electric chair. I'm going to the gallows. I'm going to be persecuted. Are you willing to go with me all the way to the cross? Wow, as I listened to that, uh, as I said, I was 14 years old. And I was trying to understand what it meant to go all the way with Jesus, all the way to the cross, to, to count the cost. For the... Uh, previous four or five days that I had been on the road and then in, in Texas, I had watched the Christians in our group and I knew they had something that I didn't have. I watched the uh, literally tens of thousands of other teenagers there worshiping and loving each other, serving, sharing the gospel with people on the street and their enthusiasm and their peace and their love for Jesus was compelling to me. It was contagious and uh, I wanted it. <laughs> I knew it wasn't really some like emotional Christian Woodstock, which some people had called it. And uh, it wasn't all about religion, which honestly is all that I had ever seen. This was real, and it was life-changing, and I decided I wanted to be a part of that. You see, Christ taught that he must be the Lord of our lives. Now, when you accept him, most of you have accepted him by now as Savior. He died on the cross for your sins. You believe that. You've accepted it. But it's not just as Savior, you must accept him as Lord. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, and believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Have you received him as Lord? That means that he has total authority in the totality of your life, in every phase of your life. We do not accept the world's definition of religion. We're not talking about a structured, organized church of one denomination or another. We're talking about the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And tonight, I cannot tell whether you're Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostalist, Catholic, or what you are. We're one in Christ. He is our Lord and He is our Savior. 
But let me tell you this. Let's go back and prove to the pastor and prove to the church that Explo 72 helped the churches. Let's carry our faith back to the church. Jesus said, we're to deny self, and secondly, we're to take up the cross. Are you willing to go back and take a stand for Christ in your family, in your community, on your campus, even though it's unpopular? That's the cross that he's talking about. And then thirdly, and follow me. I want to ask you tonight, are you willing to go all the way with Jesus? He's going to call some of you to hard places. He's going to call some of you to study journalism. <laughs> now, that last comment I left in there on purpose because I don't remember it. Um, when I was 14, it was 50 years ago, I don't remember it. But uh, he, he said some of us are going to be called to study journalism. Four years later, I went to college and studied journalism. If you're just joining us, um, Bill Samoth here is sharing part of my story this morning. Uh, 50 years ago today, I attended an event in Dallas called Explo 72 with a group of teenagers from the Milford area. And I heard Billy Graham present the gospel and issue a challenge to us, to all of us, to make Jesus Lord of our lives. And that's uh, some of the audio you're hearing this morning. I remember where I was sitting in the Cotton Bowl when he said it. I remember being so focused on him and that decision, I really wasn't aware of anything else happening around me or who was sitting with me. But I knew something was happening. Something was happening in my heart for the first time. How many of you here tonight will say, I want to accept Jesus Christ not only as Savior, I want him as Lord, and I'm sitting here counting the cost. I know it's going to cost me something. I know some things in my life that have got to be changed and transformed, but I'm going to do it. And so help me God. I give everything I have, the totality of my life to Jesus Christ. If you'll say that, I want you to stand up quietly and deliberately and thoughtfully, not just as a mass, but just meaning every one of you that God is speaking to. Thousands of people. There's enough power here to go out and change the world. Our Father and our God, thou dost see this great and glorious sight, and thou dost see deeper into our hearts. And we thank thee for these young people that are this night declaring that they have counted the cost, they are willing to deny self and take up the cross and follow Jesus to the ends of the world, no matter what it cost. And we pray that this will be the beginning of a spiritual awakening that will sweep the world. For we ask it in the name of Jesus Christ, our blessed Lord. I was one of uh, many thousands that stood up in the Cotton Bowl that night. And it was, as uh, Billy Graham just prayed 50 years ago today, the beginning of a spiritual awakening. It was for me, it was for my family, our community. Literally the world is thousands of on-fire teenagers returned to their homes and their communities with a new commitment and focus, and I was one of them. I came back to our little farm in Ellendale, and my dad asked me about the trip. What was the highlight, he said, and I said, I got saved. 
And my dad, not yet a believer, had never heard that terminology before. And he said, saved from what? (laughs) And I'm not sure how I answered him, to be honest with you. I've got an answer today. I don't know if I had one then. But he and my mom noticed there was something different about me. My friends, I had a different set of friends. My decisions were different. My life was different. And the following year, both of my parents committed their lives to Jesus, as did literally hundreds of people in our community, in our church, our county. There was a revival. You may remember it happening all over the country. Uh, They called it the Jesus Revolution at the time. Years later, people look back at Explo 72 as the birthplace of contemporary Christian music. Fifty years ago, from that experience, I have the great honor of playing that kind of music on the radio. That's mind-blowing to me. My dad would go on to become a pastor, start Eagle's Nest Campground, then Eagle's Nest Church, which helped launch Crossroad Community Church and Eagle's Nest Christian School, now known as Delmarva Christian Elementary and Middle School. I was able to start a couple of Christian radio stations, a Christian music festival called Lamb Jam, and later The Bridge. And as a friend pointed out to me yesterday, all resulting from a moment in time, a decision, one decision, a decision by a couple named Bill and Betty Davis to organize a bus trip to Dallas, a decision by my friend Irene to invite me, a decision to sell a cow, <laughs> go to Texas, and a decision that night 50 years ago to stand up and declare Jesus as my Savior and my Lord. I share all this with you today, hoping that if you haven't made that decision, that you will. If any of us were good enough to turn our way to heaven, we wouldn't need Jesus, but we're not, and we do need Jesus. He died, rose again to conquer spiritual death, and he stands ready to adopt you as he did me. All you have to do is accept the gift. I invite you to pray with me. If you've never prayed it, maybe pray it out loud with me. Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God, that you died on the cross to rescue me from sin and death. I choose now to turn from my sins. I choose you. I give myself to you. I receive your forgiveness. I ask you to take your rightful place in my life as my Savior and my Lord. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name I pray. If you pray with me, let me encourage you to tell a friend today who's a believer. It's important that you put a flag in the ground. And if you don't have somebody to talk to or call, text me or call me. And then get a Bible and start reading it. The Gospel of John, a great place to start and find a good church. When I stood up 50 years ago in the Cotton Bowl today, I really had no idea that decision would affect virtually every other decision I would make the rest of my life. And my life was now headed in a different direction. It's more than a get-out-of-hell-free card. Eternity in heaven is a gift, but so is the life with Jesus here on earth right now. Are you past the point of weary? Is your burden weighing heavy? Is it all too much to carry? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Do you feel that empty feeling? Because shame's done. 